Hi, Jackson. Hi, Em. How's it going? It's going fine. Thank you. Oh, now who's sounding robotic and rehearsed? <laughs> it was, I was doing it on purpose. So I let's, uh, we're <laughs> yeah. here to talk about a video game. You want to talk about a video game? Hell yeah. Digimon Story Cyber Sleuth in stores now. Um, I don't want to talk about Digimon Story Cyber Sleuth. <laughs> All I've seen is the title screen. Uh, I want to talk about The Witness. What's that? It's a video game by um, Mr. Jonathan Blow. From Thecla Inc. He made Braid. You've played Braid. No. Wait, really? <laughs> no, I've never played Braid. What? I know. You sold me a bill of goods in your yeah. fitness to be podcast co-host. Never played Braid. That's that's really weird to me because I just I just assumed you've played Braid. I haven't. No, it's weird. I thought I would have. I just Let's, assumed eventually I would have, but I never. Why like, don't Why don't we talk about why you haven't played Braid instead of The Witness? Because in answering this question, maybe we'll have answered what is The Witness. Uh, well, the actual reason is I was like. Uh, I was around in 2008, following video games, I guess. But you were an infant. Is that what you were about to say? No. I mean, like, I was reading GameSpot, whatever. Um, That does not argue your case anymore. I mean, I was an infant, but I was, like, 14. Um, Yeah, 14-year-old infant. (laughs) That's what they call me. Uh, And I was excited to play it, and then everyone was talking about, oh, my God, the ending's the the best thing in the world, the best thing ever in video games. Oh, it's amazing. And then everyone told me the ending, so I was like, I guess I don't need to play Braid anymore. Everyone told me the thing. I mean, Braid's, I think Braid's still probably worth your time. I mean, yeah, I, I know that. But I, I'm saying this is the context of 14-year-old me, 2008. So I just kind of shelved it off my to-do list. And then didn't play it. And then just like, I always thought I would. Because, you know, it's one of those games that gets cited a lot. But I haven't actually made the effort to go and do so. You've played Super Mario Brothers. I have done that. Braid's just like that. It's just like Mario. Yep. Just like Bart and Mario. <laughs> just like... Mart. <laughs> Marth? Marth? Just like, yes, just like Marth. <laughs> it's, that's the uh, Smash Brothers like, complete edition. Yeah, comes with the Braid Man. <laughs> Mr. Braid. He has a name because he's in uh, Super Meat Boy, but Tim. His name is Tim. Tim Braid. Tim Braid, yep. That's the worst. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I've never played Braid, but I have played The Witness. Oh, the so tell me about Mist. <laughs> All right, if you're going to... you All right, no, 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 I won't tell you about Mist. I'm not doing that. You can't just make me list video games I haven't played. I mean, I can. I'm doing it right now, but you can... I guess you have told me to stop, so I'll stop. Tell me about The Witness. Um, It's a game where you draw lines. Uh, Okay, so it's like a maze. It's like a maze. Yeah, so uh, The Witness is... Exactly the game they've been saying it was going to be since 2011. Um, there was a lot of talk about, oh, what what is the weakness? What secret is it holding? None. There's none. It's mazes. It's mazes for days. Um, and that was what uh, I really liked about it. In that <laughs> it ended up being a more honest thing than I had anticipated, given all the discussion around it. It's weird, because I feel like there's this expectation... That it had to be, it had to be full of secrets because no one would ever conceivably make a game that was just about a pretty island in mazes. Like it just didn't occur to people that maybe that's like worthwhile in its own right. Mm-hmm. But it seems like that's actually true, and also, like I feel like that reveals a weird like 
I like narrative games as much as the next person, but there's this weird sense that, like, on some level, I feel like people think they're the only things that, like, matter or, like, equal art in the way that, like, we talk about video games. Like, drawing drawing mazes in a forest is as much art as The Walking Dead, right? Like, I think we can agree with that. Isn't that, like, okay? Yeah. But I don't know why, like, that becomes such a problem when people are asked to consider this thing that never, like, said it was going to be anything else and doesn't really aspire to be anything else. Um, well, like, it all comes down to, I assume, uh, the relationship between John Blow as person, John Blow as cultural artifact, and the audience. I just, uh, I guess I don't... What is Jonathan... Like, I, I still don't have an answer to this. What is Jonathan Blow's crime that he is, like, persona non grata among gaming folk? Uh, well, he, it, it, that's, I don't think that's true. Uh, I think, like, for people in um, alternative gaming circles, John Blow is like the poster child indie person who uh, has says all these really um, ill-considered things very often. Um, like, does he say that many ill-considered things that often? He says quite a few. Like, there have been like, many times when we, like, when we list Blow. When we list, like game creators who actually say stupid things on like the david jaffe level i don't think john blow rates yeah but he's i would like compare him to david cage sure but on, on what level is david cage like a joke and peter molyneux isn't i, I, I guess i would peter also molyneux compare him, i would also compare him to peter molyneux i guess peter molyneux is a joke to a lot like, of people that's actually are... really sad to me but well that's not for here i guess <laughs> yeah uh, and those are three similar people in the game space uh jonathan blow is different i guess because he is like post child for this indie boom thing you know gonna make millions making video games and has not actually done much to uh prop up or endear himself to the sphere of people who are far more marginalized and uh less lucky and successful who have been like, lumped uh like lumped in within him on some level i don't think that's like on him though yeah i don't know like, I understand why there are tensions between alternative game scenes and Jonathan Blow. Like, it makes sense to me. Like, the the, se- the game's culture is too small for that not to be the case. Sure, but when he, when he said, I'm going to go and pour all my money into making a passion project, like, wouldn't most people want to do that in the space anyway? Like, like in a world in which you have the Jonathan Blows who do that and you have, like, the Notches who, like, sell their thing off and then, like, go be sad the rest of their lives. I'd much rather have Jonathan Blows than Notches. Uh, so would I. But I also understand why there is this tension, uh, like, created and why people in this group that I guess I'm kind of a part of um, on the fringes would... Just answer for games critics on Twitter, Jackson. What? Oh, that's what I'm I'm supposed to do that? I can't do that. You know I can't do that. <laughs> No one could do such a thing. Um, but no, like I understand. Like I'm not gonna hold anyone's uh, resentment towards Jonathan Blow against them because I understand it, and I don't think it comes out of a necessarily harmful place. Outside of just this culture is really small, and that's a side effect of it. Um, but uh, I ended up I, like I was able to remove myself enough to end up liking the witness quite a bit despite seeing the problems discussed in these spheres come up quite a lot and generally agreeing with them so i haven't completed the witness for like a specific reason which is i don't really play it like a video game or i'm mm-hmm. trying really hard not to uh 
So I like puzzles a lot. Not like yeah. puzzle games, but like on my desk, there's like one of those like linking chain puzzles. There's like a travel like shape organization like uh, puzzle thing. Um, I think it's called Canoodle, but I don't remember if that's possible, if that's right or not. And it's just like, here's like 200 puzzles on these cards that you try to solve. Um, I have a lot of stuff like that. And to me, like the thing that's been really interesting about like hot takes, people need to get their thoughts on the witness out is how much people are like accusing that game of like basically like have how they decided they had to play it to be part of the conversation. Like that mm-hmm. game's a victim of people needing to play games the week they come out. I I would agree with that. Um, I think it has more in common with a book of puzzles than a structured yeah. uh, video game of its like stature. Like uh, Firewatch is going to come out next week, and I'm going to play that and be done with it because that's the kind of thing it is. Yeah. But like playing the witness like that, I think robs you. Like, people get really mad that they're like, oh, I had to spend an evening brute forcing my way through this puzzle because I had to see what was on the other side. And then I was mad that it was more puzzles. It's a puzzle. Like, that's what you get. Uh, well, one of the things that I ended up appreciating about The Witness after being kind of scared of it um, mm-hmm. throughout my time playing with it was that there was no... The, the the game ends and there's nothing. There isn't a surprise. There isn't a big narrative twist. There's no Braid-like moment. Um when you realize oh this is what the game was yeah and i was hoping that was the case and when you told me then i slowed way down because i was playing it you know not as fast as you but as fast as i could and then i was like oh good i don't have to do that thank god i'm gonna go and start playing it more normally yeah and that's what made me appreciate the game uh, more because like i get a lot of those complaints um especially towards the 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 end game uh when you get inside the mountain um because then they're like you you come inside the mountain you feel oh shit this stuff is really hard but like i need to get down the bottom because i need to see what else is in this mountain um and the game is definitely at its worst when it encourages that friction between the need to see what is behind its doors and the really difficult puzzles it puts on these doors but -hmm. for the most part i did actually feel like the game didn't want to be played unless you wanted to play it like it, it didn't Outside of the philosophy espoused by a lot of the um, uh, audio logs, which I think are bad and just generally ignore, I actually like stop picking them up. Yeah, I, <laughs> so. like, I, I don't care. Like they, uh, but outside of that, where the game is espousing this is the right way to do things or whatever, but I can ignore that. Um, it, the game is just like there's a bunch of puzzles. If you don't want to do the puzzles, then don't do the puzzles. It's a far more niche game than its status as Jonathan Blow's next uh, genius video game or whatever. Um, and I and I appreciated that. Like, it felt uh, honest, removed from expectations set up by things that weren't it. So I, as someone who, like, kind of only grabbed, like, maybe a half dozen audio logs before I burned out, are they all, they're all, like, quotes from philosophers and whatever, right? Uh, yes, there are a couple quotes from the developers, uh, I think those might all be in the secret endings. I don't know. I know someone told me that there is a quote in... There's one in the game of the developers looking for quotes to put in the game and being annoyed that there are no good atheist quotes because uh, all the atheist quotes are tilting at, like, God is bad rather than having their own coherent philosophy. <laughs> well, maybe it's outside the scope of this, but <laughs> atheists reap what they sow. Yeah, no, like, apparently that, I haven't heard it myself, but I was told that was a funny thing. Um, but no, like, outside of the philosopher's quotes, um, the other stuff that's in the game is generally just, 
like there's the secret ending which is a goofy thing that can be read a few ways i think the secret ending is like one of the most earnest playful welcoming things that i've seen in a game like that Mm -hmm. uh i don't know if we want to get into it here though uh yeah well a lot might read on the game um uh like looks into it Mm -hmm. yeah i mean sure but like without explicitly saying what is in there for me like my takeaway from the witness is that jonathan blow made exactly the game he wanted and you're welcome to enjoy it as much as he clearly does and did and i think that's great and if you don't like it like it doesn't it's not like holding something back from you like it, it it totally is what it is on the face of it and if you're not there for that then that's fine you can go play any of the thousand other games coming out this month right Mm-hmm. yeah i don't know um like i'm a bit a little more sympathetic to the uh first because i was like frustrated for a lot of that game then i also played it quite fast uh like i think there's a bunch of usability stuff that you could change to make it a uh just a more uh, sure like we could we, we could talk about like nitty-gritty construct here but what i'm saying it like overall that game is exactly what it like set out to be it's clear that that is like the crystalline vision of a thing like realized really well Mm -hmm. i would agree with that like that's not a game with like feature creep in it or anything no uh uh my read on the game is informed a lot by like uh my position as someone with autism uh, which kind of light like looks into your interpretation of the ending, in that uh, it is this to me this escapist fantasy in which uh, a design like a seemingly natural world possesses a bunch of very specific, very designed rules as a um, so and then makes a world that can be solved. Because a lot of the complaints I've seen about the game's philosophy and revolves around this idea that we can solve the world and like finding out the truth is the most important thing uh, when that's like a, a thing that is uh, a, a kind of offensive sentiment to a lot of people and me myself probably included but like um, if but, if uh, i'm into if i'm into crossword puzzles and i play them every day that doesn't mean that i think about the world in terms of crossword puzzles i think that's reading a lot into what's there no 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 i mean i'm i hadn't finished okay uh, Sorry. i was saying that like that is uh the uh philosophy presented by the game and specifically the audio logs which talk a lot about science and like epiphany and these moments but for me that is less a uh what's the word like exceptionalist this is the true way to be a person and more uh, an escapist like this is a world that can be understood like for me as someone who when is i'm greeted with like unfamiliar environments i find them very stressful i find them very sensory overwhelming and to know that every single thing in the world is related to something else and was put there for a reason and probably has a solution even if you can't find it is like calming and is a way of giving a person agency over a space that they don't have in reality so it is uh this uh, to me this like fantasy of what would it be like if you could know a space uh and that's 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 uh, uh in my read and how i take away from it as like who i am like i don't actually know what john blow intended but that's how what i how what i took away from it okay i think i think that's it unless you got anything else mm, not really okay uh, maybe uh you know 
check out the witness if you're so inclined or don't i don't know yeah. it, it, look if that looks like it's for you uh check it out 